Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have Lauren, Sharpie, Steve, and Chris. Hello. Hello, how are you? Howdy, Lisa. Howdy. Hiya. Hiya. On today's show, we're going to... Oh, hi. Sorry. (laughs) Hi. On today's show, we've got exciting updates. Uh, This is from uh, Pandora, Disney World, Orlando, Pandora. And I would be more excited had I actually gone. But everyone else went, so I'm going to get excited from what they say. Don't worry, you didn't miss anything. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm right. kidding. <laughs> no, I, of all the people, she'd probably enjoy Flight of Passage the most. Yeah, Lisa Although, would like Flight of Passage. Do you know what I was thinking, though, when I was on it? I was thinking, because I remember we went on the Simpsons ride, and Lisa said she didn't, um, she couldn't sp- suspend reality to really get oh, into the ride. I think she could with this one though. Uh, yeah. Well, Simpsons I could. Absolutely. Simpsons is one of the the few rides that I can actually feel what they're trying to get me to feel. Um but other rides I definitely do have trouble. Um I have wait a- till you ride this one, Lisa. Oh my just god, Lisa. You need to go just to to do it. It's just phenomenal. I know, and I will. Do Trust wanna, me, I will. You want to start with an overview of the uh, Pandora, the world of Avatar and the whole kind of place and then kind of get into the rides? Or how do you want to do it? A marketing tagline that I saw that they had used uh, a few different places on some of the opening day merchandise was beyond belief. Ah. And I think that 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 sums it up because the the whole land is beyond belief. I don't I don't know if I'd go that far. So oh, I would. Yeah, And if you don't know where it's at, it's over at the Animal Kingdom. And it's back, uh, you, you take a left and it's back over there where the Lion King show used to be many years ago and the camp mini Mickey or whatever that camp uh, yep. was where you used to see the characters was back over there, over that little bridge. Um, but why don't you guys go over kind of like the general land and what it looks like and then we can get into some fast pass strategies and the, the rides and the food and merchandise and everything else. Okay. Sharpie, why don't you go? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to just kind of give an overview of, of essentially what opening day was like. Uh, (laughs) I got, I I arrived at the park shortly before seven. Uh, There had been, because it was extra magic hours. So resort guests had from seven to eight. Um, So I was there when the park opened uh, and I was probably like the fifth corral back and I was standing at the edge of the front of the Oasis facing the park entry gates. So there were, I would say there were probably at least, I'm going to say 1200 people in the park before I got there. Um, we were so far back that our, our group was the first one that they actually rerouted through backstage and through dino land to actually get into the park because the front of the park was so congested already. And keep in mind, I came through the gates right after 7 AM. So pretty crazy. Um, overall, they did a fantastic job of managing the crowds at no point during the day. Did I feel like that I was in like a dangerous crowd situation where they did not have full control over the crowd. 
they did an excellent job moving people through, preventing congestion, and moving traffic along to make sure that nothing nothing became a pinch point and nothing got really backed up. I agree. Uh, they really yeah. did a great job with it. Yeah, like, so like amazing job with it. By seven seven fifteen seven twenty, the wait time for uh, a flight of passage was already over two hours. Mind you, people were also having to wait to get inside the land up to two to three hours. Uh, the line started over by Tiffin's uh, and it triple backed in a queue. And then the line stretched all the way out past the, the, the retail shop, up the bridge, up to the start of the Oasis. That Like they ended the line at the start of the Oasis and would not let it get past that. Uh, until the crowd moved, and then they would allow people to get in line to get in to see uh, Pandora. So two hours, two, two, two and a half hour wait time uh, to get into the land, and then an additional two to three to four hours to get on an attraction. So half of your day or more was just held up in getting in and getting on to see one attraction. Uh the line for the gift shop for the opening day merchandise stretched all the way through the land. That was, was ridiculous. It was crazy. And by probably at about, I would say by like six or seven o'clock, uh, they, they had sold out of banshees. You could not purchase a banshee. By when? And people were upset about that. Oh, they were. Like we, we saw one guy kind of going off. He was like, waited in line for five hours. And by the time I got there, they were sold out. It was like, oh. Sharpie, you day. didn't see that coming? Yeah. Sharpie, what time did they sell out? Uh, I would say they were probably sold out by 5 or 6 p.m. Yeah, it was late afternoon. Which was longer than what I expected them to have. Yeah. Then. Now, did anybody buy? Did you're not you guys in there by one or two? You're not going to get one. Did you? Did anybody buy one when they went on their AP preview or anything else? Or Just did. I Just wish I had. One. Honestly, I really wish I had. If if I if I had really thought about it, I would have purchased one. I can't even imagine why I would want to buy a big plastic ugly dragon. I yeah, oh, I thought about awesome. it. They're, they're kind of oh. cool. They're fifty dollars. They're ugly. <laughs> The banshees no, are fifty dollars, and then the stand that they s- sit on, I think, is about twenty. That is ridiculous. Yeah, I think it was like fourteen ninety five, if With I the, remember correctly. Okay, and it's it's just gonna gather dust in your house. No, they're cute for the kids, but I was like, that's over a hundred dollars for two of these, and then I so I didn't yeah. buy them, and then I figured when we take a trip there in the future, if they really want one, they'll have them by then, and then we could maybe consider it. I didn't really feel that any of the stuff they had in there was something that most kids would want. Like, you know how like the Banshee, every kid is going to want a Banshee. No, I I don't think so. I I feel like, like when, when Fantasyland expansion opened up, there was stuff in there that you just really wanted to buy. But this to me, if you're not super into that movie, it's kind of like, this is a great attraction, but I don't really care about the merchandise. Well, the Banshee's cool. I mean, the, if you haven't seen it, it's like a puppet that sits on your shoulder. It's a gator. I mean, a dragon. Yeah. So, and it sits on your shoulder, and then you control its wings and its head and everything with this little controller that runs down a cable uh, that you hold in your hand, so you can make it look like it's alive. So that that was kind of cool. And they had avatars. They had avatars that look like you. I don't know if they create them 
in real time and then box it up or if they just have so many versions They've of They've got to have like stock versions, you know? But they look pretty, the face on it look pretty close. And they yeah, do this they whole elaborate. They're, they're custom made. Okay. Really? Yeah, yeah they do this yeah. whole well, thing I where they I need a nose it. job then because mine was ridiculous looking. <laughs> so. I was like, that's not me. Oh, did you do the thing? You oh, sit no. In the chair? Oh, oh, no. I'm talking about the avatar thing they do for you oh, in the no. ride. Sorry. Oh, no, not like, in the ride. Oh, no. It's, yeah, Steve's talking like, about the one that you can actually buy. Yeah, no. No, so, thanks. Yeah, in the gift oh, shop. I thought it was just a picture. I didn't think you could actually buy it. No, in the but gift shop, they'll they make the, it. How did they get the head made that quickly? I don't know. They must. It must be a plastic mold or something. Yeah, it's weird. All right. That our 3D printer. Oh, there you go. Probably. Cool. Could be. Yeah. So, yeah, you can get an avatar that looks like you, and they've got samples of them. You sit in a chair, and it maps. It 3D maps you, and then it creates your own toy Avatar. I don't know if I want to see that. I don't. Uh, I think there are some things in life you should I, uh, never know what you would look like. And I think like, me as an avatar is definitely one of them. How, how about it? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. We need our own, well, like, we should have. the price. Too, what about right? if we got our own bobbleheads? We could have our own mouse chat see, bobbleheads. See, a mouse chat bobblehead, I think, is definitely the way we to go. We could have all of not. us. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It could be a little shaky. I can't pass uh, this one up. If we did mouse chat bobbleheads, Sharpies would just fall over the whole time. He's got such a big head. <laughs> My head is Sharpie gigantic. Sharpie have a big head? Yeah, wait, yeah and he says problem. this, so I'm allowed to say it. Yes, Sharpie has a big uh, head. My head is gigantic. Lisa bought me a hat once, and it kind of looked like a beanie. <laughs> he just kind of sat on top of my. Head. I remember that the the captain's hat, and then I also yeah. remember um, doing uh, Richard Petty putting that helmet oh, yeah. on you. Oh, that yeah. was oh my god, that was so funny. They had to like go find <laughs> another helmet for me because my head is so gigantic. Okay, so no sharpie bobbleheads. Yeah, that's funny. You yeah. just have to have a really large base. All right, so back to Pandora. Where were you? But Where your were base we? is so small now. Mm. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Every, every yeah, time. you were pretty skinny when I saw you. Yeah, I've uh, 100, 165 pounds I've lost. So Isn't that cool? Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. I think I found a few of those. Uh, I found some Sharpie too. So anyway, uh, but we'll talk about the food of Pandora later, which you simply must try. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, opening day, I mean, fantastic. It was beautiful weather, uh, perfect. Of course, we all know Disney controls that. They had perfect weather for, for opening day. Who, who would have thought they would have had anything else? Um, but yeah, so I, I, we, we, I think all of us rode both attractions. Am I correct? Yep. Yeah. Kind of talk yes. about that. Um, but yeah, so the, the, the entire land, the, the thing that I have, everyone that's asking me about it personally, the thing that I have raved the most about, and this is kind of nerdy, uh, but as I really want them to do a horticultural tour of the land, just because I, there has to be at least 250, 300 different types of plants in that area. I mean, it is, it is a truly spectacular landscaping feat, what they accomplished in this area. Uh, and whenever, whenever you're in, in the land, uh, they do not refer they do not say it's back in the park. They say it's back on earth, which I thought was really cool because you really do feel like you are transported to some other place. It's awesome. I loved it. Yeah. Yes. Those, it's everything my, I thought it would be in more. 
See, my favorite thing about it, the whole area, and I, I loved the area during the day. I loved it at night. Um, the ride, Flight of Passage. I have never been on a ride that I actually caught myself smiling ear to ear throughout the whole ride. Goofy Grant. Uh, yeah. Like I Goofy felt like Grin the Cheshire smiling. cat. Like, and, and it was, I wrote it three times and all three times I had the exact same reaction. The smells, the view, the feeling you get on the ride. I think they did a fantastic job on it. And it's something that I could ride over and over and over again. And I saw something new every time. Yeah. It was fantastic. Well done. I mean, I I just, there's nothing like it out there. The screen itself is six stories tall. Just, just kind of, kind of put that for, I know, I know a lot of us live in small towns, a six story building. The, The screen itself is six stories tall. Yeah. Let that process for a minute. So enormous. When we were going through, and I don't know if Sharpie was there with us at the time, but they, so there's what? There's eight little rooms. There's four. So, oh, there's four. Well, there's rooms? four screens. There's four, four. Sc- how many of those little rooms? It's eight, right? There's three levels no, in each. No, there's, li- there's three levels, four screens in each level. And there's 16 seats. They told seats me on there was level. one level that had more, more areas. I felt like there were eight doors. I think when we one there. floor had eight doors. So hmm. there's because we were trying to figure out the ride capacity. There's 192 ride vehicles total, and they say they can cycle it every six minutes, right? Uh, if if exactly. you know everything is perfect, so so right. that's that's the whole thing. So I can't remember when we did the math if it was around sixteen thousand a or sineteen hundred a uh, an hour somewhere around there. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, 16, yeah, it was nineteen hundred. Nineteen hundred. Thank you. Yeah. So about nineteen hundred an hour if everything was perfect. Right. So it's definitely but it isn't impressive. perfect because one of the reasons it's not perfect is that people get on it and then they can't get in easily yeah. or they have to be adjusted or they have yeah. to get off. So it's never si- every six minutes. It's more, you know, it's probably a little. Well, the last, the last two times I wrote, it was, you sat down and it started, but there was only like three people. <laughs> it's, right. It was ridiculous. It was so awesome because there was like no, because we were there for the press event, which was very nice. Um, and literally, I think we rode that attraction. I think Sharpie, me and you rode it as almost the, the, enti- the only people on the entire thing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was there too. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. The three of us. I know I was. <laughs> so, yeah. I ended up riding, riding the attraction four times that day. Wow. Did you ride it later? I, yeah. I rode it two more times after you guys left. Yeah. That's no, crazy. actually, you know, did we ride it once or twice together? We wrote it. We only wrote it once with you. So you okay, came yeah. in. Yeah. So, so we should give some background. So I did the pass holder preview and then like, I, I was down there for volcano Bay, which kind of didn't really work out the way it was supposed to work out. But the next day, Steve, um, got a hold of me and Sharpie and he was like, Hey, I might be able to get you in. And it turns out he could. Um, and, uh, so well, there were maybe like what 50 people in there at the time in the entire land. And it was yeah. totally like, to me, it was a very, very different experience. Um, going in for the pass holder preview where there were maybe 500 to a thousand people at the time, it was very different going then versus going when it was virtually empty and you could really appreciate 
the water features in the plants. I liked it a lot better. I think your ability to enjoy it is going to be, be somewhat contingent upon how crowded it is because you don't see the details. Yeah. I mean, we were able to see it and it was wonderful. We, we went on rivers. So there's two rides in there, of course, there's the river ride and then there's the flight of passage. So we did both and uh, it was good. Yeah. Um, like you, like you said, the, the scenery is spectacular. Um, yeah. And it's nice to you be able to see. You got some good pictures that day. Yeah. So we have at pixievacations.com, we have a field guide to Pandora with videos and photos. So if you want photos of the entire land with pretty much nobody in there where you can see all the details yeah. uh, or videos, we have all those up at Pixie Vacations. And then there's a it, field guide that has information on the rides and height requirements and tips and all that. It really does make a difference. And I, I just, I don't know, somebody said to me, it's different every time you go in there. So maybe that's why I noticed it. Um, I need to see it at night. I know you saw it at night, Steve. So it was gorgeous at night. Yeah. Yeah. Night was. Oh, you got to see it at night, Lauren. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, did yeah, you go with Sharpie? Go back over there. It, it's beautiful. I mean, we didn't do any of the rides at night, but we, we just went back over there just to do a walkthrough. Yeah. Yeah. It was gorgeous. Um, I I do think it's a little hard to see though when you're walking. Oh, it's very dark. Yeah, you have to be aware of where you're walking. It's because there are steps and things that I mean they they do a good job of lighting the steps and marking them a little bit better. Uh, but the the bioluminescent type stuff, the the UV activated stuff on the ground, can really throw your depth perception off a little bit. So be careful. Which in there. I have an issue with on a good day. <laughs> right, me too. Yeah, and Especially honestly, quite a few people flight. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At night, yeah. it was stunning, and 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 the I don't know if you could only see it during the day or at night, and you had to pick one. Which would you? At daytime. Yeah, me too. Okay. Absolutely. But yeah. just because they have done so much to make that area so detailed mm. and so beautiful. I mean, the landscaping, like I said earlier, I, I could spend an entire day just sitting there, moving from place to place, enjoying the view. It yeah. is absolutely beautiful. It's breathtaking. I, I think that was probably, I mean, I'll be perfectly honest. I, I you know, because you came in a little bit after Steve and I did. And uh, so seeing you be so excited was actually probably the highlight of my entire time I was down there because, you know, for me personally, it was just, it's, it's another land opening. It's not like when star Wars opens, just get out of my way because I will be the biggest, I probably, I'll probably be dressed up. I don't know. It's going to be out of control, but for avatar and all that, I just, there, I don't really connect to that whole story or anything. So it was interesting to me, but seeing it, with you, you were just so excited. Oh, I was like, you came in and you were like, like yes. I needed the pins. I know. <laughs> I practically wet. My, I was so excited. I wet my plants. I was really, yeah. I was really happy that you got to do that. That was the best thing. So. Oh my gosh. It was, it was awesome. I, I mean, whenever you look at what that land was originally supposed to be in, in the original plan for Disney's animal kingdom, that was supposed to be the land of the mythical beast. Uh, because the, the, the different theming of the areas, uh, the, the, the front of the park, animal kingdom, the whole theme of the park is we are human animals living in a world full of other animals. So that you were supposed to have real animals, but you were also supposed to have 
mythical animals. That land did not get built. Camp Mini Mickey went in there as kind of a last minute thing because they were over budget. They they weren't going to build that land out. They have now created what finished that park out with the land of the mythical beast. Awesome. Right. Kudos. It's beautiful. Yeah. I can't wait to see how that land evolves as new Avatar movies come out because the, 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 the movie itself will be updated in, in Flight of Passage. You know it will. Yeah, that, definitely. Uh, so yeah. Do you oh, get, that's a good point. You're right. Do you want to get into ever Flight get that of... If movie um, made... <laughs> it, will, it will take time. That's Just for, Steve, that's when, when you went, they had... Um, they had James Cameron there, right? But he was just there for the opening. Wasn't he there that day? Uh, yeah, I think James Cameron was there. Uh, Bob Iger was there. Joe Rody, Sigourney Weaver. Oh, so, get yeah, out! Really? Although I didn't, oh, yeah. I didn't run into any of them. Um, or I saw any. them with. I saw pictures with them. Um, yeah, on they're Facebook. all they're all over. Um, they I'm were sure they were the talking to other agency owners. Well, they were mostly <laughs> doing. Yeah, they were mostly doing. I think press event stuff, but. Um, yeah, the flight of passage real quick. It's, I think, how many steps is it, Chris? The, the queue is just, okay. So I'm really short. So my steps are shorter than everyone else. Mine were right around a thousand in that queue. Which doesn't seem like that much, but it's a huge queue. It's a lot. The thing that interests me about that is that six and a half hours, you can wait in line in that queue. Yeah. Right. Crazy. That's crazy. It seems like it would be a bit of a fire hazard. Well, I'm sure there's ways to, just like on all of them, where they have the emergency exits. Yeah, just hose yeah. them down. They'll all be fine. But, um, yeah. yeah That'd that, be a nightmare. That ride is amazing. So, and I get motion sick. So I took some motion sick. Uh, sick I just took one like over the counter motion sickness pill. Um, and I still was a little queasy the first time, but then I went and ate lunch and I was much better. After I had lunch, I felt fine. And then the next day I rode it twice in a row with no motion sickness pills at all and i was fine so um yeah so it wasn't it wasn't too bad on the motion sickness level but if, if I, you wrote it i find it very difficult to describe the ride like i've had several people ask me and, and i'm just like it's just amazing like i don't even know what else to say like you have to do it <laughs> yeah you have like to. it's amazing they did a fantastic job I, I, would, I, usually, I would describe it as a next generation motion simulator. That's the, like just kind of theme park speak. I, th- that's, that's what I would call it. I think the only way that I've been able to describe it, like to clients is to just say, it's like nothing else. It's in Orlando. So if yeah. you now, and, and of course, everyone, you know, is, is saying, Oh, does it, does it beat, you know, Diagon Alley? Um, yes. The ride, Gringotts Bank, can't hold a candle to this. Nope, There's no not way. At all. And Gringotts, Gringotts was to me. I mean, I just thought it was the best thing ever when I wrote it the first time. I thought it was fantastic, and I still me do. Um, I will say the theming over in Diagon Alley. There's no comparison. It's better than um, Pandora. I agree. I like the theming better there. Right. Well, the and thing I think about- it's because the movies, the the, the Harry Potter movies, give you more to theme. I agree with that. Okay, right. so is it based Disney on? Disney was trying to go off of one movie here, and 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 I'm going to be completely honest on this one. They weren't entirely successful pulling all the detail out of the one movie that they could have, but they did a they they did a really good job leaving themselves open for future development. 
So, I mean, give or take, sorry to interrupt, but I wanted to add that. Yeah, no, I think that, um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, the other thing too is you, you have, and I see this with like my 20 something clients, they grew up with Harry Potter and so they're very connected to Harry Potter, not just as something that they experienced through their childhood while they were growing up, um, but something they enjoy now. You just don't have that connection with Avatar, and I really don't think you ever will. Yeah, I think part of it is the affinity to the movie. And Harry Potter's got take- so many more followers than, yeah, yep, than you've got Absolutely. with Avatar. And it's going to take two or three more movies to even build a quarter of the following that Harry right. Potter has. But Absolutely. if they're smart, they'll run and- with it. And the other thing too is, I mean, like, like again, coming back to the merchandise, I really felt that the merchandise was just not something that the average park goer, like if you, like, like Lisa, you and Steve's kid, like Steve said, if he buys a dragon, okay, what is it? A banshee? If he buys a banshee and spends $50 a piece per kid, that's a hundred bucks. If you told Brooke or Amber, you have $50 to spend and that's all you can spend on your trip on, on a souvenir, which is, you know, a a very nice amount of money. Your kid's not going to buy a banshee. You know, they're going to buy a banshee because the banshee's sitting there and they want it at that moment. But if they really have to think about it, they're going to get something else. But when they see people walking around the park, I, I a, have a pet banshee on their shoulder. They're going to want one. Yeah. You know I what? Really not. I think well, you but, can but parallel you, this. But you love the movie. Go ahead, Lisa. I'm sorry. Sorry. I was going to say you can parallel that to an interactive wand. $50 as well. Is your child going to spend the money on that? Because they see everyone walking through the park with one of those. Is your child going to be as excited about getting an interactive wand as they are about getting a banshee and vice right. versa? So the wand. I think the wand has wand. a lot more draw because yeah. it's interactive. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, and, I it, think, and it brings part of that land to life. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Lands. Yeah. 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 Here's, here's the interesting thing to me, Disney, and this is just like something on like a very lower level, but, um, Disney knows the compare, there are comparisons to Harry Potter or to Diagon Alley. Cause Steve and I, and I don't know if Sharpie was there at the time, but we, we were riding, we're in line for the ride. And of course there was no line because we were the only people there. And, um, this, this nice little cast member, she's about 22. She, um, comes up to us and she's talking to us and we start asking questions. And I was really, are y'all still there? Yep. Go ahead. I'm, yeah. That okay. was a banshee. So this chewing cast member came up to us and she was asking questions or we were asking her questions. And I really just wanted to know about ride capacity so I could tell people, you know, on our Facebook page or whatever. And she got kind of suspicious and a little uncomfortable. And I said, well, of course we don't work for universal. <laughs> she started to, so like, then she started thinking we worked for universal. It was so hilarious. And she's like, well, this is so much better than Harry Potter. <laughs> It's like, no, that's not really, but it's good. So it was just kind of cute. Yes. So I think Flight of Passage is amazing. That that ride is probably, like you said, Chris, and I think everyone said is, is like the best ride in Orlando. But I think for me, I think repeatability as, as of now, like I could go to Harry Potter, get a butterbeer, enjoy that area many, many times. I, and I do like kind of strolling the Japanese alien garden of Pandora Maybe That's a okay, good description. Occasionally. Yeah, I think I stole that from John Frost. John Frost calls Ooh. it like a Japanese garden, which is a kind of a good, and then it's got the little extra sounds and everything. Yeah. Um, but you get lost in that Harry Potter land. I mean, but it's not to say you should not see Pandora because it's it's definitely spectacular. And that ride, the Flight of Passage ride, 
I mean, even when, oh, it's just so cool. Do you want to go into some of like the pre-show and some of the things that happen on the pre-show and then the ride itself? Can I just piggyback on something that you just said? Uh-huh. One, of, one of our listeners texted me and she said, I'm going back to Animal Kingdom twice in one day. She said, I need to rethink my life. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. And it was exactly how it kind of summed up how I felt too. And I agree with you. I think people need to go, but you know. Well, there's not, I think it's definitely because now you have so much at night to do. So you can do Pandora right. at night. You have the uh, Tree of Life Awakens show. You have River, River of Lights You and you have the Safari eh, um, that has a nighttime version as well. Um, so you have all that to do and that's plenty to do, uh, at nighttime, um, plus all the rides and attractions and stuff. So I think it's definitely worth going at night and I do like it better during the day too. So if the only thing that existed over there was flight of passage, it would be 100% worth visiting. Yeah. So. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. You wanted to start something else. Oh, so did you want to uh, sharpen everyone? Did you guys want to kind of go into what some of the little things in the pre-show or the actual ride itself and what transpires on some of that and what the vehicle's like and if you fit or not and those types of things? So I'm really glad that I, I rode the attraction through the standard queue and through fast pass. Okay. The standard queue, you you really experience the story of the attraction building as you go through. If you just go in to the fast pass queue, you miss all of that story that's told as part of the queue because the, the queue itself takes you from the alien land of Pandora, Pandora, not Pandoria, Pandora. Like it. So it takes you from all of that otherworldly place into this human created environment of the, of the mineral extraction company that, that, that infiltrated and, and really got into the whole story of, of the destruction of this other planet uh, of Pandora. It takes you along that storyline from beginning to end. So by the time you get into the, the, like the pre-show area you you're then taken back to Pandora as an avatar. So, so that whole storyline that you walk through from the moment that you enter the attraction queue until the moment that you board the attraction until the moment that you exit the attraction, it tells a continuous story from step one until you're exiting the gift shop and even beyond the gift shop, because the 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 mess hall kind of theme uh, of the canteen continues on that story of of the uh, the mineral extraction company. So very huge in depth theming that goes far beyond. Like if you if you take a look at our Facebook page and a lot of the pictures that Steve posted from inside the lab area with the desks, a lot of the story is found there as well. So it, really, really awesome. I mean, is that, was that your experience as you walked through the queue and saw that the, the worlds develop and the worlds change and, and transition from one to the other? No. <laughs> what do you mean? No. Well, you didn't see I the movie. Shiny stuff. You didn't see the movie, Chris. <laughs> That's what I saw. 
Well, if you haven't seen this story, so basically it's, you're out, like uh, Sharpie said, you're out in the jungle or the uh, rainforest of Pandora. And then you start to enter, you, you start to see where the jungle is, you know, ripping apart the concrete and the walls are shattering and the doors are rusting over. Where and did you see that? That's when you walk in and you start to see the plants. <laughs> There was a lot of things like I saw like oh. Steve's pictures and I'm like, huh, I never saw that. Of course, yes. <laughs> you have to. It, yeah, he was taking a lot of pictures. And then you walk into too, that lab. I, I missed a lot of stuff. The lab is super cool because there's all these little creatures that they've captured and, and they I have them in it. little. And they're all like based on some type of magnet type thing. So that make them work. So I don't know. They're very cool. And then there's a giant avatar in that tank. Which is awesome, by yeah, the way. It's, you, you, there's a lot of things it's you're so like, cool. you're like, how did they do that? We just stood in front of it, thinking, how does he not get like barnacles yeah. from all that water? It's yes. So there's all yeah. those questions going through your mind, like, how did they do this? How does that little thing work? And then when you get into the attraction, so I leaned all the way forward in the in the ride vehicle because everyone said you're not. It's going to be hard to fit. So I wanted to make sure when the thing pushes against your back that it would lock. Um, so the first time when it, it, it pushed me, like I had no, no room to breathe hardly. Um, so the other times I left a good couple inches between me and the front, uh, padding area. So when the thing locked, I had a good couple of inches, I could still move back and forth. So that seemed to work better for me. Um, and I'm like six, three and I had no problems with legs or fitting in the, in the right at all. So I think, um, I know some people had questions about that. And then it does, and it does some cool little, you want to talk about the cool little things it does when it's like booting up? Oh my well, God. Can yeah. I, can I just speak to something that you just said, which is that, mm -hmm. um, I do think how you position your body can affect how you feel the ride because I went on it three times and the second time I leaned back like Steve did, I just, I don't know why. And it didn't, it didn't, um, squeeze me as tight. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't feel as much of the, okay. of what we're going to talk about in a second. I didn't feel as much of the ride, but the second time or the third time I leaned in quite a bit and I thought I was going to die. So it was like, I, it was like really tight. So I think maybe don't, don't press yourself really, really yeah. hard up against the front I of that. did the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah because the you will. The second time I did yeah. the same thing. You will definitely like it will come up and squeeze your back in anyway. Yeah. But if you're you're forcing your body forward really, you know, as much as you can, you're it's gonna be a tight fit. And yeah. um it, it wasn't uncomfortable, but it was definitely you couldn't move. So Steve, is that like uh or even Chris will know, um, even Sharpie might. Uh Dollywood has that ride in the kitty area that does the spinny thing and it looks like a skateboard up and down. It's next to the oh, teacups. I haven't ridden that one. Have you no, I've seen you, you guys. Oh. It looks exactly like where that. where you kneel. It, it's kinda kinda yeah. like that. Yeah. Except one of the biggest reasons why they 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 want to to immobilize you is because the the motion sensitivity to the video is extremely precise. So the more you are like one with your avatar uh -huh. vehicle, yeah. the more precisely you will feel the motion that is connected directly to the video. Okay. That makes sense. So, yeah. and I mean, Chris makes a really good point in that there is a fine line between being comfortable on the attraction, but being snug and secure. Um, 
because because each time I, I kind of experimented with that as well. Um, and I found that I preferred it when when I could couldn't could barely move within the attraction because you really feel all of the effects that Steve was talking about. Yeah. Like you feel the, the you feel the banshee breathing. Uh like whenever it's linking, you feel like the little vibrations and stuff that are occurring. Yeah. Uh the 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 tighter you are in those restraints, the more of that you're going to feel. Uh but at some point all of that really tight and secure connection to that ride vehicle does become uncomfortable. Yeah. The other thing okay. is when you put your backpacks and cell phones and stuff, you have to take them out and you have to put them in this little bin behind you before you sit down. You have to put them all the way in. Like if the strap is hanging out or any piece of that is hanging out, they they have to go back and adjust it. Because if you look behind you one time, if you all of that moves, like the whole so so all of I believe that whole platform moves and everything else is moving. So however this thing is constructed, so you have to make sure all this stuff is all the way in. But yeah, the way that thing beeps and hums and breathes is 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 pretty cool. It's uh, and like Sharpie said, it's a six foot or a six foot. It's a six story screen. So when you ride, if you get to ride it again and again later when the line isn't so long, um, you can look in different areas. You can look all the way down. You can look all the way up. Um, so you can take in everything that you didn't see because it's, you know, it's not like Soren where you see people's feet or you see the edges of the screen. You're totally immersed. Yeah. You don't ride. see people's feet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which, Which is, is kind of great. It's <laughs> definitely nice. And then my and favorite. Where you're mm-hmm. seated on the attraction also makes a difference as far as like where your, your field of vision yeah. is naturally drawn. Yep. I think the best like, and that determines what your views are. Yeah, exactly. And I actually preferred, cause I wrote it on, on, I think on, on the three different levels. And I actually preferred to be a little lower because I'm naturally one more to look up rather than to look down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I found that when I was on the higher level, like I, I kept my focus more like straight toward the very center of the screen. Yeah. But when I was lower, I I tended to look up and around more and I actually saw and experienced more as part of that attraction. So I mean, and once again, just like Soren, you have all those smells that you're experiencing. And by the way, Disney, if you're listening, I would buy a Pandora scented candle. Please make them. <laughs> I love oh, this. You know I what? Yes. It did smell great. It did. Yeah, Especially the like were good. The, the forest yeah, smell. I love forest, it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, come on. I, I want to, I want my home to smell like Pandora. Well, okay. There's a new candle. Yes. New candle for Amber. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, and real quick, and then we need to get to the other road. Um, so the best seat, so there's 16 seats. And, and if you have a choice or if you can get into one of these numbers, depending on, you know, if you can't, they're all good. But my favorite ones are six, seven, eight, or nine. Because they're in the they're in the direct center of the attraction. I rode in spot number one and also in spot number sixteen, and they're on the edge of the screen. Not that you can really tell, but there's a little bit of distortion because you're on the far right or far left versus six, seven, eight, and nine are in the are in the dead center. And there's a wall between eight or seven and eight, so you have to be if you have a party, you know, that's more than one. You want to, you know, you would be on. Uh, you know, seven or lower or eight or higher. And then the walls in between those, between seven and eight, where it's like separated into two different rooms. 
You guys want to move on to the Nave River Nave River journey? But uh, the, one last thing. Mm-hmm. Does every attraction need to be 3D uh, and require wearing 3D glasses? I don't, I, I, I don't know. Oh, come as, on. That is as so someone amazing. Who, as someone who wears glasses and, and I really cannot wear contacts, I, I, I just find them to be so annoying. Oh, I, I really do. Stop. It's I wish they the were more like ever. It does get it. Sometimes I wish if, they covered more, but yeah. Well, my kept the first time, the first two times I almost lost the glasses. Where they almost fell onto the bottom. I wonder how many of them fall off. They are. They're huge. They fall off very easily. And I caught my glasses twice. Um, and then the other times I bent, I bent the, the things back, you know, t- as tight as I could to get them to make, to try to get it to, to be a tighter fit because they don't, they don't stay on very well. And then if you look down because you want to look down, you look up. And then as soon as you look down, they start to come off your face. And I'm sure there's just hundreds of pairs of glasses no in the doubt. bottom of that thing that <laughs> they have to go get every day. But um, yeah, it's not like 3d, like someone throwing a pie in your face, but it gives it that depth. It gives it that nice kind of crisp depth. But, uh, but of course, if you're not, looking in the right spot, you can see where it, it doesn't merge right or whatever, you know, you can see where it separates and it's not 3d. Yeah. You have, you have, yeah, you have a little bit of that kind of fuzziness that yeah. you get with. Yeah. Like when you're in the the cave and you're looking down at the water in that Pandora scene and you know, everything's lighting up. If you sometimes the 3d for me down in that, in that scene was not great. Is that what that was? A cave. Yeah, when you go into the cave and you're and the sparkly you, things. Oh, and it's so cool because it's so well done. Yeah, it was awesome. Like the banshee lands on a rock and you can feel it like it's landing on the rock and yeah. then it's and then it's breathing heavy because it just did this extensive flight and you can feel it breathing heavy and hear it breathing and you can just feel it moving. It's crazy. <laughs> it is. I mean, that's the thing. Like I said, if there's nothing if there's if there was nothing else in there, it would still be worth going yeah. to see it. All right, so we got to get over to the Navi River journey. Yeah, we got to get over that river ride. So, can I just say one thing before we start that? Mm-hmm. When when this all started, we didn't completely, you know, understand what we were recommending to clients, and I think a lot of clients ended up booking the river ride. You know, maybe because they were a little concerned that the kids would not be okay on the Banshee ride or the flight of passage. Um, I would say going forward and unless you are someone who absolutely knows you don't want to ride flight of passage book, book that for your fast pass. Yeah. And it has so. to be for, you have to be 44 inches for flight of passage. So I'm sure yes. people do the uh, river ride because it's, it's suitable for all ages. Yeah. I mean, but the river ride, I don't think the, the wait times have no. been as long either. No. So. And, and, and that ride is a lot, very short. I would you definitely do. It. Yeah. I would definitely do flight of passage because the river ride, is um I don't know sucks. A few minutes. <laughs> lo- I'm well, sorry, I didn't. You mean know that. what? It's not terrible. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's not all right. So it's your typical <laughs> your typical Disney ride goes from scene to scene to scene. So like Little Mermaid in the clam thing, it starts there's out a story. Yeah, there's a story, and it runs through the story. And at the end, Eric and Ariel are there, and they're getting married, and they're kissing, and it's and it's over, right? And the, Chris loves Eric. Yes. I, so this ride does not. It's it does not have a story. There's no. 
the mining company lands on Pandora and then this happens and at the end everybody's happy. This ride is is I think Chris said it a long time ago. It's like Rainforest Cafe meets it's a small world and it's very pretty, but you just you but ride no characters. You ride through the jungle. And you look it's at all very the, pretty. Yes, and you look at all the pretty bioluminescent plants. And a couple a f- animals. A couple of animals that are kind of, and there's some unique technologies where there's some like frog creatures check chasing light lightning bugs or something on these giant leaves above your head. Oh, I love that part. Yeah, and they jump on the leaf and when they and you just see the shadows of them because they're above you and you can see, you know, and then they when they jump from leaf to leaf, the leaves move. And it's timed perfectly. So that's very well done. Um, yeah. I would not wait two hours for that ride. No. Mm, I might wait for it once. One time. I, I yeah. think it's worth seeing. I would do it here's, the one time. Here's, here's my take. I, I wrote it I wrote it once and I got off of it saying, what was that? <sighs> I wrote it a second time. And I... I Honestly, there were points where I was almost moved to tears. Really? I, 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 yes. And, and it's, it's so crazy that I, I say that because riding it the, like the first time I wrote it. It didn't I, do that to me on the second round. <laughs> I wrote it like with the thought of what, 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 what am I expecting here? What's going to happen here? Yeah. Here is, here is what the attraction is all about. And it's the soundtrack. The start of the music from the beginning until the end is where, like, here's here's Sharpie's take on what (laughs) this entire ride is all about. It is finding your song. What? Finding your story in Pandora. In this this alien world. (laughs) I know. I know. It's crazy. It's just like, uh, did you find your spirit animal on that ride? Sharpie. Sharpie found it. Go get your drums, Steve. You need to softly beat your drums. And and if you're waiting in a five hour line out in the heat and then you, you could find your spirit animal. You could find it on there. You know what? Like, like, you know what? I would suggest don't lock your knees next time because it's making you lightheaded. The blood isn't circulating. There, yeah. See, there you go. It's one of those things. And, 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 and while, while we're at it, uh, I finally, finally got to see rivers of light and, and it's very much the same thing. Lauren and I had a really long discussion about rivers of light. Here's the deal with rivers of light. It's a and performance. The wait is over, by the way, the wait is over. I finally got to see it. Every other nighttime show at Disney gives you the story and it unfolds the story for you. Rivers of Light is all about finding your story in that attraction and 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 very similar with with the the Navi River journey. Do you How know what I know if I'm having the right what, story? Do you know what my story is? World of color. <laughs> Well, just and, waiting for world of color <laughs> yeah and and that's it's like nice. that's the thing like world of color happily ever after th- they all give you the story up front and don't expect you to find it on your own you're but you're making excuses again, for the fact that they didn't have a story in there which is incredibly generous and kind of you but not correct there's no there's no like intent for you to find hey sharpie find your story in here no 
that's not but it. like th- that's the thing that's e- like i said that's even the thing with 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 the animal kingdom park itself is that you are a human animal living in a world with all of these other animals wow but humans are are unique in that experience of that deep experience and familial connection it, if you if you study the history of of fantasia this <laughs> <laughs> this this arc and this story is the same as Fantasia. You know what? It's, it's, it's art. Are you just like begging and, and, for a wedgie right now? It's like I know. Hey, let's beat I'm up so the nerd. Nerdy. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> my gosh! If I look hard enough, I'm probably going to see my underwear on the flagpole next time I go there. But and Chris but and I will like, be the one stringing it up. <laughs> and I might even be still in the underwear. So that's, yeah. But anyway, but it, it, once again, it, it, if you go into the Navi River journey expecting to be wowed with like crazy technology or, or some like deep engrossing storyline that you have to catch every detail on, it is truly like... A, re- a reflective space. I know that sounds incredibly corny and 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 cranky, but it is all about like. F- uh oh. we lost you. I really wish they had put the shaman of. Song. Am I still there? Go yeah, ahead go again. Ahead. Yeah. Did, did you did you lose me in the? You story said it's all about. We, may, we actually point. may have cut you out. <laughs> oh, said, it said it said it's you were saying it's all about and then you got into the shama thing but we lost all that because we were laughing no because it cut yeah. out your 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 bandwidth went down right your bandwidth got well, keep, sick all right so keep your going it was like we got to stop this it's like what what stop digging stop digging for the story well here. but yeah that that's my that, that that's my story and i'm sticking to it i so, mean it's it is Sharpie. i don't know it's like is it like the monet of uh of uh, no, Pandora, it's not. It's lame. <sighs> it's not lame. It's, it's lame. definitely enjoyable. You should it's definitely lame. do it. Um, and it's air conditioned. Do it once. It's peaceful. It's yes. Don't wait three hours for it. Yeah, I would no, not. I would, I would it's, wait it's one time because wait, of because I mean, of now. I would not skip it if I was there, but I would not wait twice for it. But then you know, if it was a twenty minute wait in the future, I I would write it again but which i'm sure it will go down to yeah um yeah. it's it's um it's it's pretty good uh what about food real quick and then okay. uh and then we'll I, head up can yes. i talk about this one yes the, the canteen mm-hmm. so we did the order direct from your phone well how's that work um it was fantastic so on the app on the my disney experience app you can go in and choose order now and you can place your order and then you send your order in and you're paying for it when you, you send it in. And when you're done with whatever you're doing and you're ready to go eat, you just hit prepare my order. And in like, what was it, Sharpie? Less than five minutes, they brought us our food out. Yep. It was so fast and we were able to get it. It was mobbed. It was opening day. We were able to get a table for all four of us. And we were able to sit and eat and enjoy our food. It was fantastic. It was so easy. I highly recommend it. So, um, and on a side note, the food is fantastic. Though. So, in the app, it shows you what your food items are. You pick them, you do it, and then you say, "I'm ready to order." And then you pick it up at the counter. Nope. You place and, your order, and then when you're ready to eat, uh-huh. 
you go prepare my food. Uh-huh. You just go back on the app and you hit prepare my food and it submits it. And then within like five minutes, your food comes out. And then you grab it at the counter and find a seat. Yep. Okay, cool. It was so easy. It was it was totally in when it's crowded there. That is the only way to go. What kind of food? Delicious food. The food was yeah, really good. Was I, really enjoyed, good. I enjoyed the food. Um, I thought the food was good. I mean, you know, you have to kind of be willing to sort of like, I mean, they're, they're definitely trying something new. And I, I said it on the other show, I, I felt like they tried to do like an entirely new cuisine, which I thought was really interesting. Well, they do those like steamed pork buns, but they put um, a hamburger, a hamburger inside of one. And then they put like, what did I have in mind? It was like a curry. The vegetable one. Yeah, a curry vegetable one is was, the other one. It was a nice spicy kind of curry inside of the one I had. And then I had some chicken. I had some salmon. I had, uh, what else did I have? I don't remember. And then I had the dessert. The desserts look like something you would find on Pandora. Um, they were good. Yeah, they're good. The blueberry. They're, that sounds scary. Good. Yeah, they're very colorful. And I had like a blueberry lemon thing. There's pictures of it on, uh, we, we posted the, most of them on. That was the blueberry cheesecake. Yeah. We posted most of them on pixievacations.com uh, on the f- Facebook and Twitter account over there. Um, and there's pictures of the blueberry dessert. Um, and it was nice, nice in there, air conditioned, great seating. There are covered tables outside, which I guess you could sit out. That's about the only other place to sit in that park. Um, so yeah, that, there's not like a lot of, like Sharpie mentioned, wanting to sit around and look at things. You, there's no place to sit. So yeah, you can yeah, there's, stroll. There's not a lot of benches. Like all the all the benches are concrete. Yeah, with that theme of the uh, ace. Again, the thing that freaked me out was that there weren't a lot of signs. It's like, uh, oh. oh yeah. So they use. What do you talk about? What they use instead of the signs? So they use totems, which are a gift from the Pandoran people. However, the totems are not like it's really sunny and and bright in there, and you're kind of thinking, which which one is this? Is this a is this a banshee or is this a um, shaman? You know, I mean, it's all, look, I don't know. It was kind of not very effective, I thought. Yeah, it's definitely like a Joe Rody thing where they're like, we're going to use the totems, yeah. which is very cool. Um, it's a nice idea. Um, yeah, and then uh, and there's just two attractions and then they have very tiny little signs and you see the cast member standing there. So you realize they do have, in front of Flight of Passes, they do have a seat if you wanted to see what the seat looks like. So they have a test seat out front. Well, that's um, for wheelchairs. I think it's to, well, they, they have, I think it's, isn't it the same seat, but they just say, because it says on that sign, please practice transferring from your wheelchair to this test chair before you get on the ride and you need to be able right. to do it within 60 seconds. But isn't it the same seat that you're transferring from one do to the other? You know what? I think it's fairly similar. Um, I don't think it's as high, maybe. Okay, maybe it's lower. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit lower, okay. but they don't have a seat like with over at Forbidden Journey and Harry Potter where, uh, you know, that you can sort of test it out and see if you'll fit. If you mm-hmm. happen to be a poo size, as they say in the Disney community, that's Winnie the Pooh. Yes. So anyways, is there anything else on Pandora? We want to wrap it up. It's awesome. Yeah, it is. You have it to was it. good. I mean, it's totally worth seeing. But, you know, would you tell people like, okay, and I'm going to ask Lauren this. If you were sending someone who had four days to visit Disney and it's their first trip, would you send them over there? Four full right days? Right now. 
Yeah. So they just had four park days. Yeah. Cause they could do one part one day in each park or they could do two days magic one day animal, one day, one other park. So you think even, even with the crowds, it's worth sending like someone over. I think if they're into avatar. Yeah. Okay. But if they're not, cause I have people telling me, you know, like when we were doing fast passes, they're like, now nah, we're not going over. We'll wait. Well, and that's the thing. If you don't have an interest in it, that's different. But I do think the ride is fantastic. And I do think that it does add some value to animal kingdom. It does. Oh, I, there's no question. I mean, I would personally go over there myself. Like I said, I think if all they had in that park was that ride, I would want to go on that ride. But I don't know that like somebody who's maybe a newbie first trip, I don't know that I would necessarily say deal with those. And I, I say this because I had this I happen. don't think um, the crowds are that bad though. Yeah. I, I had somebody go over there and they were really disappointed. I got an email or a text today saying this was a terrible experience and, you know, we're really disappointed. What do you say to that? It's kind of hard. Um, it's but, been open for less than four days. Yeah. I mean, well, that's what I said. And we had talked about it before they left, but it was their first trip and, uh, you know, and they had a baby with them and, you know, and it's hot. So. Well, the crowds are a little crazy right now. Yeah. So I would, I'll wait till it, it dies down. But I mean, but versus Disney Hollywood Studios with everything that's not there, I would definitely right, pick absolutely. it. I would definitely pick Animal Kingdom. And then there's so much to do at night with the Tree of Life Awakens and the River of Lights and all the other stuff we talked about. I think that's it. That was an hour of Pandora. You gotta I, I don't know. I think you have to go see it. It's it's go pretty it. it's pretty stunning. So when do we suppose I will see it? It'll be September, won't it? Yeah, it'll probably be September break for us. We need to make fast passes. You got to make fast passes uh, and get those booked. And like Chris said, do flight of passage for your fast pass. So we need to book those so we can get on. All right, let's thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you enjoy listening to the shows, you can find more of them at iTunes and also at mousechat.net. If you have comments or questions, you can send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening, and please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.